sports. Get the ball to the place. Or not, says Ian Dukes. When it comes to sports being good, you're going to have to convince me. Hey guys, welcome to Convince Me, show where a wide-eyed game of risk tries to take over a couple of Australian skeptics to get on board game with their diplomatic obsession and sometimes downright Austria-hung usual obsession. Hey guys, that intro, medium at best. Uh, this is the show where someone comes on to talk about their passion or obsession and tries to get us on board with it. I'm your host. There, the French cat. Oh, Macron. Uh, good to be here. And uh, I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Ben, King of the Castle. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. Uh, it's good to be here. What was the theme of that um, intro parody? It's supposed to be a game of Risk, you know, the board game uh, Oh, Risk. I'm not familiar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, good. I know what it is. I, I mean, it specifics. wasn't good adaptation at all, but... Uh, no, I wasn't saying that. I just didn't know the specific. A lot of Risk fans out there. Oh, hey, that's a little niche market. Risky mouth. That's right. Oh, oh we're almost there. Risky business <laughs> like a is, guru. is about the movie Risk, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, yeah. uh, he wears, I think, a board game as underwear and slides in. We're having a good time. Uh, do, 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 Risk. <laughs> and that's... We're off to us. A hot start. Uh, that joke you heard earlier about do 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 risk was from uh, our good friend and esteemed colleague, Mr. Jeff Kaufman. Hey, uh, I just want to say you probably heard like a click sound in the beginning. I I was playing with a plastic dongle on one of the microphones and I broke it. Uh, oh, it's so, yeah. Now. So I want to apologize to Ben and explain that sort of lapse in the intro. Oh, cool. Just one apology. That's fine. Uh, but we are, we're here today for one reason, one reason only. Uh, because we have the supreme honor of having comedian, joke writer, just real cool guy, Mr. Ian Dukes on the program today. Woo! Give it up. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <clears throat> Thanks for coming on. Welcome. Uh, it's a pleasure. So, uh, Ian, today you're talking about sports are bad. Take sports. A, talk, talk to us. About this, is a, this is probably our first unconvince have we had an unconvinced before so. i'm very excited like yeah something I sucks i i decide i don't i don't like i didn't like your theme for your podcast <laughs> right i'm gonna Get try line, something dude. else Get out something different <laughs> this maybe this will work for you guys um do you have any other ideas that you want to you <laughs> yeah we're 53 episodes and we're just throwing stuff out yeah. i don't yeah. know yeah Less thank hosts. you yeah. uh so tell, yeah talk to us a little bit about this theme and what you're feeling so yeah, so I have kind of an unconventional proposition, and you know, um, a lot of guys, especially, are sports fans, and they grew up with it. And uh, so I, we'll have to take a poll and talk to to you guys mm-hmm. about what your level of sports involvement is, both as a participant and a fan. But um, as I sort of in the last few years, as I sort of became a more spiritual person, and the kind of a spiritual uh, example that I am today. I uh, he's glowing. I I, re- I realized that uh, that sports are at the root of it's sort of they're just like a perfect example of how to violate every precept of spiritual happiness. Every everything that uh, the great uh, wisdom traditions tell you not to do, being a sports fan has you indulge in in, in huge amounts. So I I decided that sports really aren't good for you, and I tried to figure out like what that means for 
for uh, for people who grew up not examining that possibility and and like how to just deal with it because yeah. they're still kind of fun i think interesting Damn. let's get a quick baseline for us so like ben are you you a sportsman i am a sportsman i like sports uh you know i thought you were going to be convincing us to like sports so i went out and i bought a lot of paraphernalia before this i wanted to impress <laughs> it looks you good on you <laughs> no uh i i had uh for several years had season tickets to the la galaxy that's a soccer team absolutely big galaxy fan are you really yeah well wait a one second. of my greatest vices <laughs> fair enough fair enough um <laughs> yeah so we had season tickets to the galaxy i'm a big soccer fan i also like uh college basketball and you know if i catch an nba game that's great but i don't have tnt so i can't really watch those that's all nice steph curry he's cool he seems like a nice yeah, he's guy cool. yeah he's cool. cool. with the basketball that's great right. Um. Yeah, I, I'm like an ashamed sports fan. I think uh, I I spend too much time on it. I do participate. That's your blog, right? Yeah, ashamed, ashamed sports, sports fan. fan. Yeah. Uh, I do That's participate good. in like fantasy sports, and I like that just because when there is some money is on the line, it can make things more interesting. Which probably doesn't fit with yeah. this wisdom. Uh, probably makes tra- it worse tradition here. So and those so like March Madness and like fantasy football are the two that I get into because there is some a little more interest because of cash monies. But other than that, not too much. Although I guess I do like am way too informed. I find myself being way too informed about sports, and I'm very ashamed about that. So maybe you'll push me over the edge. How do you how do you spend time doing it? What do you do? I feel like I just read a lot of sports articles. I mean, there I think there's some authors that I'm like, oh, this is actually just like a good read, but it is focused on sports. And other times I'm like. Why do I know this player's name on this team? Like, this is such a waste of knowledge. It's, and I, it's part of the trap. Part of the traps that sports pulls you into is being involved in gathering information with no particular value to yourself. Yeah. Right? And I think, too, it's just like, at the end of the day, if my team wins the championship, I'm like, oh, that's cool, but this actually affects my life in no way. Mm, and I find yeah. myself thinking that a lot. I'm like, Especially if they're cheating, right? No, no. No, no. Go Pats, Tom Brady, uh, Jeff. You're <sighs> nothing. You, no, I don't do nothing. sports at Not all. A sportsman. Yeah, I mean, I um, I have a feeling that a lot of the arguments that you're going to make, I'm going to agree with, and hence be more aware of the reason why I don't enjoy sports. But who? I mean, who knows? That's ju- that's just uh, you're gonna have to tune in prediction right now. Yeah. So so I'm 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 interested in digging into this argument because I was already piqued by the, the very brief descrip- description at the top. Um, and that dongle still broken. Dongle still broken. Uh, so take us through, man. Sports are bad. Discuss. Uh, yeah. So I mean, if you go, uh, we could just talk about some of the bad lessons that they do. So let's start with like what, how to be happy, right? It's just a simple question. Sure, we can just sure. get them out of the way yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> so the Buddha tells me <clears throat> constantly, you, over and over, he's yeah. like. Attachment to form is the root of all suffering. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know, maybe we should find out if you guys agree with that, but and what that means. But uh, basically, being forming mental attachment, the, the universe is constantly changing, right? Mm-hmm. That's one thing we can all say is true. And forming attachments to things, whether they're mental concepts or things in the physical world, and wanting those things not to change is going to cause you to suffer, right? So wanting people not to die, wanting your ideas not to be proven wrong, whatever it is, all those things are the reason that you suffer. And people can have pain, and they can have, they can lack things, they can um, 
they can live in poverty, they can live in, with all this stuff, but it doesn't have to be suffering unless they're telling themselves this should not be this way. I need some. This is this needs to not be this way, right? right. That's that's uh, being attached to something that can't uh, can't exist in the real world. So sports then takes a bunch of those things and just like cements those attachments, right? So you you have this idea that just like you said, my team wins the championship. How are they your team? They're right. your team in no actual way, right? But you form this attachment and it's encouraged by your I'm sure by your family, by your community, right? This is this is my team and it's being sold to you as a wholesome thing. Like, oh, you should you should show support for your home team. If not, you're doing something mm-hmm. wrong, it's true, right? You're, for sure. Um, I'm going to real quick. I mean, I I, th- I feel like we need to change the name of this episode to Buddhism. <laughs> yeah, are you a, are you a practicing Buddhist? Buddhism I'm, is a or, touchdown. I'm <laughs> yeah, not. How would you classify touchdown that? Buddhism. I think of myself as sort of an an Eckhartist. I'm like a big fan of Eckhart Tolle. Tolle? Dave oh, yeah. Eckhart. Yeah. Yeah. Egg fart. Egg fart. <laughs> Oh, I mean, they, totally they're very respectful. in a way, like we have to agree with these fundamental constructs in order to agree that sports fundamental fundamental Fundam- fundamentals yeah. to agree that sports yeah. are not fun. We could, or we could just we could just do characters for the next. One. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna and that'd be fun. Go- we've, I've been holding back a few. All right, <laughs> really, Donnie the uh, sports guy. <laughs> Donnie the sports guy. I want to hear Donnie the sports guy. Yeah, you'll see. I'd love okay. to have him uh, have a visit from Donnie. Uh, I mean, he'll he'll sh- he'll show up. I actually yeah. I have it all kind of planned out. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what? Yeah, what we'll bring him in and well, we'll hope to see. That's going to be good very soon. Yeah. So, uh, sports, I agree. There is this, like, encouragement to get attached, and, like, there's certainly a big culture to it. Uh, so, is there, in this line of thinking, is there, like, there's no nothing you can really care about? Am I, am I going too big about that? Am I, or, like, what are you, where are you putting your emotional investments? Well, the problem is, why should you suffer as a result of that, right? Like, first of all, you're... Like none of these things is inherently evil or like mm-hmm. uh, going to cause a lot of pain. Each individual piece of this puzzle, but you reinforce these things, and that's the patterns that you find that you can't get out of, right? right? Like why? Why would I watch a game which is exciting at the beginning and could be really miserable for me at the end? And why would you do that to yourself? And it, like you. You rationalize it. It's my team. I want them to win. I want us to win. Like all this stuff. As soon as you sort of look at it more closely, it sounds ridiculous. Like if you know, if you had to explain it to aliens, it would sound ridiculous. So the question is like, what do you get out of it? Do you do you really think your life is better for having created this suffering arbitrarily for yourself in the name of the Pats? Go first of all, go Pats. Uh, second of all, but like I feel some people watch sports and as like, almost like a form of escapism, just like something mindless to watch. I mean, I, there are a lot of people who are invested in like I know after a game they're like, oh, don't talk to me. The Pats lost, which never happens, so that's a bad example. <laughs> right, but bad example. Uh, they didn't cheat well enough. No, no, that's not that. No, but uh, so like I guess for me, yeah, is is there any? Does sports just bring on bad emotions for me? I gotta think. But I mean, but think about TV and movies. 
Okay. And then moving on. Yeah, TV and <laughs> movies, uh, or any kind of story or any entertainment mm-hmm. or drama, uh, the whole point is to get invested in the characters and feel, you know, you feel like a little bit of suffering for them when they're suffering, and then you get picked back up when they get picked back. It's basically like people, it's just, it's a, it's a cure for boredom in a way, is to like find ways to f- trick yourself into feeling emotions that you wouldn't feel with your otherwise boring life. Oh, so wow. you, I mean, <laughs> you have, you're doing all right, dude? but you got you have to like you have to I'm give a, some credit to that because I'm totally with you on that, yeah. But the but that also explains why quote unquote Hollywood movies and popular entertainment has corny endings because yeah. it corrects it's, itself, yeah. right? It doesn't leave mm-hmm. you, it doesn't punish you. Whereas sports punishes half the people paying attention to it. Because it's real. Guaranteed every time. Like yeah. the Kardashians. It's yeah. like, well, I, I watch the Kardashians because they don't tie it up with a nice Hollywood ending. Yeah. It, it's what that is happens is real. That's, so, that's what I'm getting. That's where I think Buddha was going was the Kardashians <laughs> are real. <laughs> that Buddha. I was trying to make a butt joke. Uh, <laughs> this new Buddha. That's is this okay? This probably isn't okay. We so probably kind of cut that We're all going one. to... We're going to cut Buddhist, that one, nip that one in the bud. Buddhist, they have hell? Probably not. No, they don't have hell. You'd just be super attached to everything. We're going to yeah. Yeah. super attached. It's like the what about email attachments? All right, moving on. Uh, so, I mean... Yeah, I wonder, was would like a Buddhist monk be really against attaching things to email that's a good question right right is or is there you know is there like a f- file size limit like uh, <laughs> like 10 megabytes, on... megabytes yeah i have a question uh <laughs> the category of this podcast is comedy okay yeah, I mean... <laughs> um so yeah i i'll say how i empathize with that point i as a galaxy fan this year is terrible our team, our team, our team. This is uh, me taking ownership. Yeah, our team is really bad. Um, we lost our head coach. We lost some key players. So they've been losing and tying a lot, which is not like the Galaxy are usually very good, as you know, as a as a fan. Sure. Uh, <laughs> as a yeah, vice holding fan. That's great. So I do feel that, and to a greater extent, I haven't been watching all of them because I know they're not good, and so it doesn't yeah. bring me the same kind of joy. So I'm avoiding pain in a way. But I will say, um, when I was going to every game or every home game, uh, when they would lose, it does hurt, but. If there's not that possibility of losing, you don't have the elation that you feel when they win. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if there was no pain in the world, joy wouldn't have any have any foothold because there's no comparison. Do you think that's true? Or so I mean, is it also true that then the joy is enhanced through its hollowness that it can be so easily taken away by a loss and the the pain? That I don't know if that's. I think it is, but I don't know if I would characterize it as hollowness. I, I think it's just a point of contrast that makes makes you know what joy is. Does that make sense, or is it? Or do you think if there was a uh, if we could imagine a world where there's no pain, but you had joy, do you think joy would stand out, or would it just be like would it become a new stasis, or would it still feel good? Well, I think this is this is a key point in in spiritual thinking of like what's the difference between happiness that we feel that we might run into day to day and something that a lot of people stay away from that idea of like happiness and joy and say that uh, when you achieve spirituality that what you're feeling is sort of there's a joy that comes from peace right Mm -hmm. that's different than the joy that comes from winning Um, yeah so that but that's i mean that's a very hard thing to pull apart and like figure out should and there's certainly there's no benefit 
and wondering should you feel guilty about being happy in this moment because you're of course yeah that's so that doesn't get you anywhere well and you're pulling down the feeling and the state you're in right but let me throw so so i mean your situation is is clear and very familiar to me let me throw you some of my possible wacky solutions for this stuff (laughs) all right yeah um so like to me the problem is the outcomes right you you like the team you love the players you probably got some players that you uh, that you like on the team, you of like course. to see Jossie making runs into the box and I all love, that. Kind I of, love that Johnny um, yeah. Soccerman. <laughs> yeah, so the Inglewood native. Right? What's that? You're right. Fan fiction. Oh yeah. Uh, in my fan fiction, Jossie's uh, a great disco dancer. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. He goes down to the discotheques and he cuts a rug. That's why he's got that uh, that bleach blonde uh, middle streak in his hair because mm-hmm. it looks cool on the dance floor. It sure does. So go ahead, Ian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. So yeah, so here's one of my solutions. The outcome is the problem with sporting matches right. of game gaming ship. And so uh watch the first half. Then turn it off and do something else. I can't do that. That's a t- I, if anything I go the other way. <laughs> What's the second half? No, see that's the problem half. So my solution <laughs> My solution is broadcast the first half of games and no during, one knows during halftime. You say fans, thank you very much. It's time to please exit the stadium. The teams will play the second half of the game and figure out who wins because, frankly, it's none of your business. That is between these two groups of people. So, like, do you, you, do got, you, do you publicize the score or the score is. No, I wouldn't. I, I don't think that's appropriate. That's their, that's, <laughs> that's, their business. that's their business. It's none of my business who won that game. Can we cut just the last quarter? You could do that. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, for. For maximizing advertising revenue, you'd want to show a lot. Right. You want to show as much as much as possible while there's still enough variance in the With scores. That, that yeah, you know. without too much spiritual risk of feeling like you you are attached to the outcome. But then the end of the game becomes the end of the third quarter. Well, yeah, you really have whoever's winning at the end yeah, of the that, third quarter. Wherever you stop is watching is the, the end. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I agree. Well, you have to be convinced that they're going to keep playing after they kick everybody out. Okay, okay. You have to believe that. They... And everyone has to okay. know they don't care. That, I'm so surprised point. they don't do this already, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very surprised. Little mystery game. <laughs> mystery sports. <laughs> this is so interesting because, uh, like, I think attachment is what is so fun about soccer specifically. And maybe, like, college football is another good example. But, like, fans get, as you know, like, very attached so, like, soccer support, you guys are familiar from the soccer episode. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> soccer the, supporters groups, yeah. So, we stand and sing the whole time. And the soccer disco groups. Yeah, soccer disco groups, right. even well, more so. Disco yeah. supporter soccer groups. Yeah, and you get, yeah. <laughs> and then there's the soccer disco fan. Three, first three quarters. <laughs> yeah. You get so excited when you win, and you get so mad when there's a wrong call by a referee. So, kind of feeling that, like Jeff was saying, Kind of, although I don't think it's like so false. I think it's a real emotion. You feel the height and the, right. the highs right. and lows, and you're feeling it together in this communal environment. The community is, yeah. is the biggest draw for me. I hear you, and that's all I wrong, but it's, it's natural to, to think that way. Um, but for me, well, let me tell you my soccer experience, because I came to soccer yeah. late. So for me, soccer is actually one of my healing sports, um, and I watch uh, English Premier League soccer. Mm-hmm. They don't and- have scores there. And they, yeah, they've done away just, with the it's scores. Just two crumpets, it's just, to three tees. It's just kicking. It's just all kicking. It's who can kick it in the most it's elegant one endless way. Endless field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It goes all the way around England. Yeah, it's a circular <laughs> field. Dips into Scotland for a minute. So, oh. do you like soccer because they can end in a tie? Well, that's actually an interesting 
quality of it. But I like it because I'm not from there. Right. I have no attachment to any of these mm. teams. So I can like the teams for these, like, what we think of as, like, childish reasons, right? Like, you go, oh, these, you know, these six-year-olds are into sports, but they just think that A-Rod is the coolest or right. whoever. Right? Yeah. Like, they're yeah. just like, oh, Tom Brady is cool, right? right? Yes. And like, that's Very childish. Cool. I'm into the sport because I lived and died it, right? Right. Like, but that's actually maybe the childish way to appreciate sports is the right way. So that's how I can I can enjoy Premier League soccer. I'm like, oh, that dude on that team is cool. Yeah. But hey, the t- dude on the team that he's playing today is also pretty cool. And watch him do some cool and things. And throw the television nice out of your apartment. And then, yeah. And then after, you know, after 45 minutes, I get a little bored and I change the channel. And I feel I have <laughs> do you, a nice day. Do you have day. no team you support in the Premier League? You just kind of watch... I like all matches. the good teams. See, like yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah, a terrible yeah, sports fan. The, the top five of the table. Because yeah, I just want to that... see the ones with the, the hot players doing cool things. I do think that's a fun <laughs> way. To, and it's the same way I watch uh, English soccer a lot of the time as well. Uh, and, and like World Cup matches where there's no team you're invested in. Yeah. Like the neutral kind of games for you. It's yeah, fun to watch. Talk about dangerous in-group, out-group stuff. Then when you get to uh, yeah. international soccer yeah. and it's countries playing each other. Like that, so you hate America. That is both fabulous and <laughs> what's extremely what you're describing to me is my experience watching any sport because I don't support any team or care about any yeah. of it, and it's not that fun for me. Yeah. You, well, you're the so. the spiritually healthy person in the room. Yeah, I guess so. You don't like the Akron data scientists, you know? I do, but team. they just keep losing. <laughs> That's because. <laughs> um, what's the Simpsons one? This the Springfield oh, isotopes. 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 That'd be, yeah, that'd be I would like one because yeah, because I study chemistry. Speaking of chemistry, how do you get it on this pod? <laughs> we'll find out after this quick commercial break. Uh, we're gonna go to our first commercial. You're listening to Convince Me. Hey guys, it's Jeff from Convince Me, and if you're like me. You love watching Mad Men, but you don't always want to watch the scenes at the office. AMC Home Video has solved that with Mad Men, just the home scenes. If you've been working all day, the last thing you want to do is watch a bunch of people work at an office. But what if you've been having a little too much drama at home? I definitely have. Luckily, AMC Video has just solved that problem with Mad Men, just the work scenes. I know, work, home, there's stress everywhere you look. For that reason, AMC Home Video is proud to release Mad Men, just the car scenes, and Mad Men, just the bathroom scenes. There's guaranteed to be a Mad Men for you, so go to amchomevideo.com and use the promo code PITCH to get 15% off your order. Bye. All right, thanks to AMC Home Video. Uh, that's, uh, that's good. I mean, I personally, the office scenes are so boring, you know, where they're pitching and actually doing advertising work. Ugh. They tell you start with the bathroom scenes, and that's how you find the soul of a show. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's... every every pilot I love starts in a bathroom. <laughs> Scream. Uh, so if you're just joining us, your podcast has been on silent for 23 minutes. But that's a it's going to be a weird joke they get later. Uh, but uh, sports are bad. You're hearing about it. What's I got a question for everyone. What's something other than sports? Because we've kind of like we've tackled sports to some Ooh, extent. Nice tackle, dude. We've, oh, uh. what's something that you're attached to, or maybe in your former before you were, you know, changed a spiritual example? Way? Yeah, before you became a spiritual example, what's something that you were attached to other than sports? Something you care about? Something when you see it go wrong makes you sad? I'm trying to be general here, but 
uh, when the Oscar picks go wrong for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, that is true. That is true. I mean, serious answer would be like politics. I feel like yeah. I follow pretty closely. But mm-hmm. is that so? That's actually interesting because I brought it up. But also, <laughs> right. uh, is like so. That's one. Do you where have any other interesting things? I have a, yeah, I have a lot. Um, so let's just say Tom Brady wants for president. Once JK. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Politics, dude. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Can you be attached in politics? Because in some ways, that is affecting your life, regardless of whether or not you're attached to it, right? So is that like a worth investment, or is that still like no attachment to this politics email? You can do everything in life better if you are not being tossed around in an emotional uh, you know, cage match by your brain. Right. So, yeah, politics is probably one of the hardest things to be involved in without becoming emotionally attached to things. Um, but you're you're and there's all that. I mean, culture just tells you that you need to be mad. Like, yeah, that's the whole. But most elected officials thinks that's their job to be indignant about something. This shouldn't be this way. And it should be this other way. And. Like that's just a lot of thrashing around. That's not helping anybody. In my book, when I watch Best Week Ever, you know, it's it. They present a news story and then they go, "I'm mad about this." Like this is what's wrong with the news story. And I love Best Week Ever. I mean, it's where I get all my news. Um, it's where I get all my opinions on you know pop culture and news and all that. Um, but yeah, it is pretty negative. Can't we just all drink a Pepsi? Uh, so but. There's no attachment state. I'm like, what is the ideal state? Doesn't that just make you aloof and like not caring at all? Good question. Like, aren't you just completely stoic and just like, whatever? Uh, The answer is no. And the explanation is probably too complicated for me to get into. But okay. um, uh, No, I mean, just that I think I said that once. Um, (laughs) 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 No, the thing is, you when you when you let go of the things that sort of cause your mind to hurt you then you can actually like react to everything with compassion right it's this concept of like seeing the oneness between you and everybody and everything else out there mm-hmm. and then you can react that's then you can feel genuine love and genuine compassion and like act out of just take right Truly righteous action instead of self-righteous action. So be like, uh, is there a big like difference Andrew. there between yeah. <laughs> between uh, by coming on this podcast? <laughs> we appreciate your compassion. You uh, saw our listenership, and I was like, yeah. I'm going to do this compassionate <laughs> act. <laughs> Just a note for your listeners: find me on some other podcasts where I'm a funny person and not <laughs> a pretentious asshole. Uh, would like you say there's like say a? Yeah. <laughs> would you say there's a big difference between compassion and empathy in the way you're describing it? Then, because like empathy is more feeling other people's feelings. Compassion is acting, would you say? Yeah, I think you're onto something there. And uh, I bought the book that's going to uh, inform me well enough to make a oh, nice right argument on. on that, but mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet. So have me back, and I'll I'll Dope. give you a whole. Yeah, stay tuned. For sports are actually okay. That'll be the <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. There's yeah, empathy is that is that thing that makes you makes your face turn red and you're well up with emotions that other people are feeling, whether mm-hmm. positive or negative. And that's just throwing you into that emotional cycle, whereas compassion is being able to see that, really appreciate it, but be able to act on it 
from a from a place of balance and wow. So for these sports fans that are already just like so invested and say they that are riding outside the podcast right, studio right, right now. now, yeah, uh, we have, we're huge with the uh, we've called the Packard data scientists <laughs> fan base. Uh, so if they stop being invested in sports. What would be a like good replacement for all that time? Because a lot of people spend a lot of time. I don't know you. You know your your family, your friends, your children, anything. Yeah, it's like you you got have a bunch of friends over. You're all watching the game. Are you even talking to each other, or are you, are you just using the game as an excuse to not have to you know confront these people that you know you have no ability to connect? Yeah. To? Well, that's where I feel like sports. As much as I am ashamed about it, it is like such a universal mm-hmm. language and easy thing to discuss with people that I feel like that is actually its biggest use to me. It's like, yeah, let's talk about talk. this. Yes. Let's talk about this one thing that we probably both don't actually care about, but we can talk about it as if we're like really invested. Like, right. Did you see that thing last night it's and like, whatever? Not every person can be like a spiritual example. And <laughs> sure. it's sort of like, is like Donnie a way, the sports guy. <laughs> it's like sort of a way to like connect with people who like these are things that people use to connect with each other. It's like I I have a lot of friends who I connect with on different topics or whatever and if I were to become a spiritual example, I feel like I would uh I'd have to take them all with me, you know. So yeah, so I wouldn't say that like you just throw away sports because that's not realistic. And there are there are cool things about it, right? Like the people are naturally drawn to examples of human achievement and excellence, right? So th- I think there are, there are wholesome things in seeing what these people do, how they've devoted themselves to um, achieving something in this field, and what just what human bodies are capable of doing. Yes. Athletic achievement, it's amazing. That stuff, a slam dunk. I tell yeah. you, if I could have slam dunked in it's high school, I would have yeah. flunked out. But I didn't, Mom. <laughs> so Ian as we've alluded to you you said you're a spiritual example I don't know if I believe this no, let me shouldn't. give you a little spiritual mm. example quiz okay you wrote you this got, down I wrote this down uh, would you rather have money or love Ooh. It's a tough question guys only a true spiritual example I uh touchdown this is hard because I do like money Money's great, I gotta say. Cash. It feels like um, a win. Cash is king. It's a... Or queen. You know, I... Uh, I think I'm I'm lucky that money hasn't uh, really been a, like a prime mover for me. I mean, I, I think a lot of people would say that who want to sound cool. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I find it hard to be... Even when I think I should be motivated by money. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Ian, you should have a job. Um no, I reject You know, that. when that thought enters your head yeah. and kind of got to get it out of there. You should there. probably get an apartment to live in instead of this <laughs> yeah. box. No, <laughs> I just want to write jokes. So, so no. And love, I don't need that either. I just need jokes. Oh, neither. So neither money wow. or jokes. love. Um, so, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, spiritual example question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casper or Stay Puft Marshmallow? That's a I spooky never... question. First of all, that's really spooky. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't, I, I don't want to scare anyone. And I'm I'm coming across negative, but I I was never. You know, I don't have any love for either of those. <laughs> you so. can't keep saying neither to these questions, know, or is that that's the middle path? I think that's the middle path. Uh, a job promotion <laughs> or world peace? 
Oh, that's actually. Where am I working? Where are you working? Is like maybe a good question. Let's say you're working at the Onion, and you're going to get promoted oh. from intern to staff writer. I wish their promotions were like shallots to chives. You know, some <laughs> Onion related, but it's a little pitch for them. Uh, joke made me cry. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> this is challenging, you guys. I didn't expect to be confronted like this. I didn't know this was like an ambush show. Not, yeah, now it is. That's uh, right. And I'm fr- uh, frankly, I'm feeling kind of uncomfortable. I thought going in, I would have thought world peace. You know, <laughs> I would have thought like It'd be that's nice the, to have. It's 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 maybe that's too easy an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, world peace. Okay. Oh, Ooh, I, I was gonna, I was going to go neither. Again. If there, can question. I say this? If there was world peace, like. Would the news just disappear? You know, because if it bleeds, it leads. First person to say that. We'd read, we'd adjust, and then yeah. something what that like, isn't news right now would be news. Two puppies kiss. I yeah, mean, I, guess I would read that. A squirrel read on that. water ski. I think that's already taken over. I mean, that is. Show. I mean, there's. Would that like Buzzfeed? Like, what would the New York Times, which I read frequently, mm-hmm. and the New Yorker they would talk about like uh, like a new a new freeway gets passed? Okay. Or they'd gotta, be like, "Remember that war?" Okay. How do you? Yeah. How does a freeway get passed? By the way, uh, what does that mean? Well, like someone ate the budget. freeway. There's yeah. a budget for a new a new freeway <laughs> yeah. construct. You know, an, an extension to a freeway, or maybe I think war is more interesting than this. I have another question. Yeah, um, <laughs> can sli- you eat an entire freeway and pass it? Uh, <laughs> Slimer or Ghosts of Christmas Pass? Another spooky one. <laughs> uh, the slime always made me uncomfortable. As cute as Slimer was, I always felt like I couldn't deal. You know, if I was that guy and I, you know, and I had a line to deliver, um, like Slime has been put onto me, whatever that line was. I'm not good at movie quotes, but. That's the line. That's the line from Ghostbusters. (laughs) Slime has been put onto me. (laughs) Why? What am I supposed to do? I'd have a hard time. But then, I mean, that's why I'm not an actor, because I I couldn't imagine doing a scene where I'm trapped underwater, too scary, locked in a closet, frightening, um, running from bullets. I'm not that fast. So, And actors are God, they, all faster than bullets. Yeah, well, but Ghost of Christmas Past, it's like, do David Eckhartist, they, do they celebrate Christmas? I thought it was. Do they celebrate Christmas in the first place? No, but they can appreciate literature um, because it goes with the whole snooty thing that I'm about. See, he knows a lot about ghosts. It's pretty spiritual example. Is is literature? (laughs) That's a that's a good point for sure. Guys, I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay, all right, I'll be back. That's cool, guys. Uh, I gotta go to the bathroom too. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Uh, just me and you here, and finally, just us hey, guys. it's me, Danny, the sports guy. Wow, I'm a big fan of Ghostbusters. <laughs> I knew my time would come. Oh, you've been you've been waiting. Yeah, I've been waiting said. down the hall, and I I, I was thinking if they bring up spor- Ghostbusters, Sportsbusters. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ghostbusters or Sportsbusters. If they bring up Sportsbusters, I'm in there. I'm gonna take over. And then two guys went to the bathroom, so. <laughs> That's well. That's pretty crazy, man. This uh, is a surprise, <laughs> is it? So, Donnie, dude, what's uh, what's the latest with your your blog, Ghostbusters slash Sportsbusters? Yeah. Uh, so, 
In my free time, I hunt ghosts. But I also hunt sports that I don't think are real. <laughs> Can we hear some examples? Like curling? What's that? So I've been going on a mission uh, around the world to try to bust curling, try to prove that it's not a real sport. Like the real sports are football, soccer, baseball, tennis, hockey, lacrosse. And chess. No way, man. Chess. Did you read Sportsbusters, Ghostbusters? <laughs> you know, I must have missed that entry. Chess is a mess, right? Was that it? Uh, Do well, your research. So who's your favorite? It's me, Slimer. Oh, What's God. up? Yeah, it's, uh, corporeal fools. Slim- oh, boy. Slimer, welcome to the program. Oh, what's this, your mic? Oh, oh, threw it on the ground. I left my vacuum at home, otherwise I'd be busting this guy right now. Well, oh, no, it's the sports ghostbuster. Slimer, you been playing any sports lately? Oh, I play. You know I've been playing curling. I curl like a fool. God damn it. My mortal enemy, other than Babe's Root. Babe's Ruth. <laughs> That's right. Babe's, Babe's Ruth. Spoken like a true sports guy. <laughs> Babe's Ruth. Babe's Ruth ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, I heard you talking out there, Ian. You uh, you got something against sports? Uh, well, yeah. It's uh, and I try not to be against anything, but uh... <laughs> well, you seem against it to me, and just for that, I'm gonna pants you. Bloop. Oh. This is awkward. Whoa. I'm a scamp. Look, I didn't know to see Ian. that. All right, I was. I'm impressed, guys. I've had slime put on me. He's that was one of the best lines ever, <laughs> ever delivered. Ever delivered. He's had slime put on him. I put slime all over you guys. Lacrosse. Lacrosse. Actually, I like lacrosse, so that's okay. Look, I'm working on the movie adaptation of my blog, Sportsbusters, Ghostbusters, so, and Colin Babe Roots Ghost. <laughs> Roots, Babe's Roots Ghost, Babe's Roots Ghost. And I would love to have you in it as the guy who gets slimed on. I could, I could see doing that. I, I mean, actually, if you need any sort of spiritual punch up for the your, I do for not. your screenplay. <laughs> I, uh, that's one of the things I'm I do not. I got, that, I got that already. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, guys. Uh, hey, well, can't wait for the me. next word that gets you in here. Sportsbusters, <laughs> Ghostbusters.com. Uh, don't mention Ghostbusters unless you want me to come back. All right. I'm out. <laughs> oh, oh me too. Oh, God. All right. Well, uh, that was quite a quite a show of characters. Hey, yeah. guys, we still talking about Ghostbusters? Don't say that word, oh. dude. Oh, uh, no. Like Beetlejuice. Uh, I've, never, I've never had it. Beetlejuice. I'm on a oh. diet. Um, Ian, you said you do spiritual punch up. Uh, yeah, I'm doing it right now. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So if you had like a what's a what's a great film script? Let's say Anchorman. What do you think you would add or change to Anchorman? It's not incredibly spiritual as it is. Would you? You can pick another movie if you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember Anchorman. It had the guys, and then they had suits. Yeah. That's like I'm watching it. Not to be confused with Suits. Yeah, Suits was also Suits. <laughs> so, I mean, you can draw parallels. How could you not? Um, <laughs> yeah, Anchorman actually 
Well, see, this gets to a good topic. I think that um, comedy is actually spirit, like comedy and punch up and spiritual punch up can be the one and the same thing. Ooh. Mm. Okay. And are we wearing suits? Is that necessary? <laughs> yeah. A suit <laughs> okay. is a tool of spirituality sure. and or comedy. I think so. it, someone's always funnier in a suit because they're a businessman and it's funny to see somebody be a businessman. Also, this, a monkey in a suit is probably that's one of great. the top clown three in a suit? things. I don't want to see clown be funny because that's obvious. That's they're pushing it too hard. Yes. It's expected you comedy should be based on surprise, giving yes. you something you were not expecting. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. right. That's right. Now a ghost in a suit. That's something I'd love that's to just see. Scary. Whoa. That's very spooky. Whoa. You know, a football in a suit. Write that down. Mm, pig skin. Oh. Pig you suit. know, I like my suits like I like my chickens. Double breasted. Hey, on that note, we're gonna take a quick <laughs> commercial break. You're That's listening. what you call a blow line for the listeners. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Do you or a loved one have trouble pronouncing mesothelioma? Do you or a loved one have mesothelioma? Don't call us for that. Call us for pronouncing mesothelioma. Mesothelioma. Please call to learn how to pronounce mesothelioma. Thank you. It sounded like the guy didn't know how to pronounce it. That was weird. Where do we call? Do you know where we call? I do not know where we call. Well, uh, who are you going to call? <laughs> oh. Danger. Beatles. I'm going to call Danny. You're going to call Danny the Sports Buster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Danny Sports Buster. Uh, so we've heard, we've been on a spiritual journey. You know, we went from touchdown to, somebody help me out here. Touchy-feely. Touchy-feely. <laughs> That's it. That's what I needed to hear. Uh, so, any kind of last words, closing arguments to sum up why sports suck? Uh, sports are, you know, I came in here wanting to convince you guys, mm-hmm. wanting to win the prize, mm-hmm. wanting to Do take it. home the brass ring, mm-hmm. as they say. Get the slime on you. Um, but... You know, I, as much of a spiritual example as I am, I learned something about myself today mm. and that I'm open to changing my mind. And so I think I like sports. Oh, my oh, God. Man. Wait a oh, second. Damn, this sports. has never happened before. This, this is the first unconvinced before. me and you convinced yourself not yeah. to be unconvinced. We're out of a job. Oh, my God. We're out of a job. What, what am I gonna hell? do? Oh I'm God. out of a job. Wow. Grammar. <laughs> Grammar. <laughs> yeah. Produced by Steve Bannon. <laughs> Bannon Ball. We were on a break. Oh, <laughs> uh, these are. What? No, those are. <laughs> Can we dissect that joke? <laughs> Let's dissect it, Jeff. She said, we were on a break, which is a quote from Friends. Mm-hmm. But in the voice, <laughs> what was the, in the voice you were doing? Steve Bannon Seinfeld. Steve Bannon Seinfeld. Great. Oh, Wait, that? is Comedians in Cars getting coffee? Is that a Steve Bannon joint? No, no. Uh, okay, just no, checking. No, I mean, it wouldn't no. exist without the original show. Everything you love is deeply flawed. <laughs> <laughs> Except for, sports. Yes, Except for sports, which apparently are back again. Make sports great again. So, then, the, so I, would, I just want to close that out. If you're saying you're now going to like sports, 
Are you going to like follow one team, or is it more like I'll just I'm more open to it? Or you want to learn to slam dunk? I want to learn to slam dunk. Well, I yeah. still ha- I have those recurring dreams, which I think everyone has, where you can dunk and you're like, why why wasn't I doing this more? Um, yes. It's so enjoyable, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just figured it out now at 46. Yeah. Um, you look down at your hands, and they're Woody Harrelson's hands. Oh my god. I was yeah. Going to say Woody. That's, that's freaky. Yeah, that's cool. cool too. Yeah. Um, yeah, sports. So just to sum it up, sports are okay. No, <laughs> no, no scores, no ending. First three keep quarters of sports. Keep it first, simple. First three first, quarters of sports are okay. Half half a game of sports a day is a safe recommended dose. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ben, are you taking your daily half, half a sports game, or where are you at? I don't think I watch that much. Uh, but I mean, during March Madness, I'm way over. Right, so right. maybe oh, it evens out over the year. Did so, I tell you I hate college basketball? It's the worst. Well, now I agree. Ever. It has gone downhill in the past like 20 years. Is that it's a good thing worse. or a bad thing? Because downhill's easy. It makes it doesn't make sense. Feels like the ball would roll away. That's well. <laughs> see then next week downhill. What yeah, are you why doing? Why do we make this what court are you level? Doing? He doesn't yeah. have any hills. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna actually wa- talking about this with you. I want to watch more sports. Woo! <laughs> the, kind of the opposite. I'm just thinking about the heights of uh, passion. You want to get more invested. Yeah. Everything Every everything that is spiritually risky is also uh, an opportunity to learn, right? So the only mm. problem is is partaking in sports in, an, in a blind, unexamined way. So as long as you okay. go in and you think about it, you observe what's going on in your mind and in your body as you're watching a game then you can deal with it. It's mm-hmm. only when your mind runs away from you that... And you're and not you're, being present. You're not present yep. that you're you're at spiritual risk. I, uh... You yeah. just play the game spiritual risk. Uh, nope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good, though. They have a eight-fold die. Eight-folded die. Go ahead, we're good, at, we're good at pitching. Um, so uh, Ben Anybody was pick uh, up on that. Ben round? was like I hard. I didn't pick up. Hard, unconvinced. Uh, for me, I mean, I definitely, I actually do find myself sometimes watching sports, just being like, "Man, this is probably going to take too much time." And yeah, the ending, as I mentioned earlier, is probably not going to affect me. So I do wonder. I I want to try this half, just like a half, and then just like leave it and never think about it again. Just like it'd be a good form of escapism for me, I feel like, and then just like whatever, you know, and just be my aloof Buddhist self, you know what I mean? So, what would you watch half of? You think? Uh, maybe I feel like a basketball game, mm-hmm. just because like there's a lot of action going on, and then like when I leave it, I feel like that sport also. It's like you can come back. It's or, definitely not over. Yeah, it's right? definitely like not a o- Football game is more likely to be like, yeah, well, yeah. they blow they out it up. exactly. So this would be like. Well, I actually don't know and probably don't care at the yeah. end of the day. So I'm gonna I'm actually I'm gonna give that a shot. Which so you got you got one. Awesome. I feel really good about that. <laughs> hey, now three quarters, that'll be I'm tougher <laughs> convinced. Uh, Jeff steps. did. Um I think I I you already like had me convinced before you even came on because I don't really care about sports. Spiritual yeah, presence. it was the presence. Yeah, it was yeah. spiritual presence. Yeah. Um when you parked, I actually uh <laughs> I, I don't care about sports. I don't really care about the Oscars. Like I don't I feel like I don't care about a lot of things that people get really hung up about. But I fundamentally don't think I agree with the fa- the thought that it's bad for you to care about those things and I, 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 I 
envy people who do. I don't know. I think it's cool to care about things like that and get upset about dumb shit. I don't know. I didn't want to make it sound like mm-hmm. I was disparaging it earlier. So I'm going to say, still don't like sports, but I, I feel a little bit unconvinced on the argument. Um, I took a Buddhism class in college, so oh, I'm good on this. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely many like, of my friends yeah. are Buddhists. So um, yeah. I'm out of my depth then. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's. Um, I mean, you've you've very nicely and concisely uh, encapsulated the problem. Is you don't you're not willing to confront this scourge of uh, <laughs> of humanity. And you know, and I just... hear you, and I and I I disagree with you completely, but I respect your opinion. Thank, <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and trying to change it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I got very formal. <laughs> oh well, hey, that was a great, great one. Give it up. Yeah, Thank I wonder you guys. if uh, Slimer was convinced. We'll never. Know. We'll have to yeah. have him back for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so now, uh, for those who don't know, Ian is quite the late night comedy writer. You've seen this? Thank you heard about this? A fictionado. Okay, Fiction, yeah. a fictionado? A fictionado? Yeah, that about explains it. That's about aficionado. <laughs> Have you never said it? You've never said it? I've never, I've never, Only seen I, it I actually practiced this morning. <laughs> this is my Did first you call time. that hotline that helps you pronounce yeah. a fictionado? Yeah, a fictionado. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. Uh, so now we're going to do the best of uh, late night jokes. So what we're going to do, I'm going to read the first half of a late night joke, and we're all going to guess the punchline. And then, uh, we, what's this game called? It's called Late Night. Can someone give me something? So, a question mark? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, are we trying to make our best joke or guess what the. You this know, that's, that's up yeah, to you. Accuracy or uh, actual quality? Actor's yeah. choice. I, I don't think want. There's an assumption that if, you know. If uh, Fallon said it, then it is the best joke. So. Oh, yes. I'm with that. Yes, I'm with that. That's true. And yeah, true. if you just want to start cracking up after reading the first half of the headline, that's very Fallon. Or, is this all Fallon? Throwing are, we getting, are we getting the show? No, we, you it's shouldn't tell us. I'm not going to. That'll ask, be a bonus. If it's host. difficult, you can ask for yeah. the host as okay, a hint. Cool. Ooh. Cool, cool, cool. That'll inform my impression cool. as well. Yeah. Yes. It's important. Uh, all right. Well, we got to get a better name for this segment. Late night? The first headline coming up. The next season of Scandal will be its last. ABC is ending Scandal. Shonda Rhimes has 55 other television projects in the works. Amazing. Yeah. That's funny. I would have laughed. Nope. Uh, if, you were like, if you were like a married man watching it at night. That's right. At your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably be divorced at that Did you point. read the prompt again real quick? Yes, yeah, I can. Please. The next season of Scandal will be its last. A- ABC is ending Scandal. ABC is ending Scandal is how the setup ends? That's fascinating. I mean, I think that's just like a... Yeah, are, you, yeah. are you riffing yeah. already? Is that, I mean, that's no, this riff. is a transcription, that's, that's so there was some like, casual... Yeah. That was yeah. probably improvised. That was a riff. Was Got improvised. it. Uh, the next season of Scandal will be its last. Maybe we should tell the network news... You not know, because the not, scandals, guys. There's a lot of scandals. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> Sir Dukes? Um, <clears throat> I like to approach this methodically. Yeah. So let's start with what what is the subtext that's inherent in this setup? That's right. <clears throat> what, what are, they, what are they really saying? What would they, they want to say with the joke? 
Right. Mm-hmm. It's a very short yeah. setup. It's one small right. fact. That's right. And it requires that you know something about the show scandal, yeah. which I don't. And they didn't say like long running because then they right. could say right. like it's there's been no, too long. There's no there's no clues in there. That's yeah. a good point. There's no. Uh, it's not a long running show. It's not a sensational show. Yeah, no one knows anything about contra- uh, Shonda Rhimes really. That's I a pretty know, deep that's, cut a, that's, a deep, that's a nice yeah. subtext. Yeah. I knew that those words went with scandal, but right. I don't know why. That's yeah. why my show would be on Adult Swim, or it would be on CISO. Right, yeah. Or something more passion project. The Leanne Rhymes averse. So the last resort, as they say, of the desperate joke writer is wordplay. So I'm looking for a wordplay joke. Okay, yeah. and okay. I'm, I'm getting a nod that says, "Okay, go, I'm liking keep it. going there." Yeah, it feels right. uh, no, uh, no, sorry, back away. <laughs> um, uh, what you got? What you got? So, uh, you know, something to the effect of, uh, and that's the plot line, or you know, like this, is, <laughs> right, uh, right, 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 this right. a yeah. scandal involved with canceling the show and. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, here it is, the punchline. I'll, I'll read the full joke. The next season of Scandal will be its last. You seen this? You heard about this? ABC is ending Scandal. Fortunately, the White House picked it up for four more seasons. Oh, of course, it's right there. That's a good joke. It's right there. It's right there. I was in the. I was in the, right I was in the wheelhouse. Okay. It's right there. Right I don't there. think you were. The network. Yeah. Somebody tell the network news. Oh, and they're reporting oh, on. There's Steam? another line if here. If you took the three of ours and put them together and took. The, there's a follow up. Shonda Rhimes has a lot of other TV shows. It just looks. Does it really? Nope. Classic. Right. I don't know what to believe. You anyone want to guess the host who said that? Jimmy Fallon. That is correct. Yeah. Which that's a pretty good joke. For we guess the host with the set of the setup gave away the host. That's, yeah. Uh, all right. Who you go? know Jimmy Fallon's brother, Jimmy Ottoman. I haven't heard of that. I'm not sure I even understand that. A L L is Fallen Ottoman, and then it's Ottoman. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'll take it. Amazing. None of us have writing jobs now. Blue Cross is partnering with Lyft to give people rides to the doctor. It costs six hundred dollars. Cost six hundred dollars, really? Blue Cross is partnering with Lyft. Was that right? Oh, uh, you know what? I actually fucked that up. I'm okay. so sorry. Okay. I'll just read that joke though. Blue Cross partnering with Lyft to give people rides to the doctor. Cost six hundred dollars. The drivers are specially trained and it's just an ambulance. <laughs> oh, well, that's the whole joke. That's the whole joke. Uh, Fair enough. All right, all right. Here we go. The you studio audience loved it, though. They, yeah. they yeah. loved that. One. Sounds like a James Corden to me. Uh, that was actually Fallon again. I'm sorry. Okay, are you a, just on the Fallon page? Or just I'm literally check? yeah. yeah. Right. I'm doing FallonJokeGenerator.com backslash Sportsbusters. <laughs> all right. Uh, here's another one. We all ready? The segment's growing great. A company is selling a jacket with a heating mode and a cooling mode. All right. A company. A company is selling a jacket with a heating mode and a cooling mode. All right. And how many modes does it have? A heating mode and a cooling mode. Let me ask you this. ABC cancels Scandal. ABC cancels Scandal. Can I ask you a hint question? Sure. Does the punchline throw in some other reference or celebrity that the setup wasn't about? Uh, Nope. Okay. Nope. You know how they they do that. Does the punchline have, uh, like, is, is the punchline bald? I was going to tell you the punchline. I know it has a lot of other modes. Shonda Rhimes. That is, that is a, there's no way that's the punchline. Yeah. But people aren't worried because Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> she got modes. That's right. Uh, all right. What, what do you got? Let's oh, do it. No, I went first last time. All right. I'm first. Oh, uh, there's a new uh, company that makes a jacket with a heating mode and a cooling mode. Uh, I would buy this. 
That's a Johnny Carson question. <laughs> okay. I would buy this. I'm afraid it was not that. Ian, what about you? Uh, yeah, it's real simple. The uh, heating mode, you put it on. In the cooling mode, you take it back off. Hey, that's, that's a close, great joke. Actually. Oh, that's good. That's pretty damn. close. Oh, damn. Well, no, what, well now what is he going to do? Yeah, <laughs> try to improve. Right. Can, we're working. It's a group effort. We're working right. our way go, towards the punch There's line. a company that's working on a jacket that has a heating mode and a cooling mode. Oh, yes. I could... Uh, use some company. At my house. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very is it just like the cooling mode house. is uh, pulling up the sleeves? Oh, the way it works is there's a zipper. Is oh, the punchline? Uh, yes, nice. yes. Because the yeah. second I unzip was... my jacket, it immediately becomes because that's how jacket cool. works. So I'm the, the, I like your Meyer seated monologue. That is a Seth Meyers. Very yeah. nice. I liked yours. I liked your version more than. The well, show but that version. was uh, his. Was Seth's was tighter? Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's tight. It's a, his is also it a matters. thinker though. When you deliver it that way. It has a zipper. A that's a finger. slow laugh, right? It's, it's it's a little more tucked away. You tuck your subtext away to, in order to let it just yeah. pops mm-hmm. right at the right moment. What else you got there? All right, let's do. Uh, yeah, it seems uh you had all these written down. I did have them all written down, but uh, all right, let's do. <laughs> some of these are just like so long winded that we don't have the time. Just like this segment feels a little long. Uh, here we go. Ride-hailing service Uber will now allow users to save addresses other than home or it's work ambulance. for quick access in the app. That's a dry setup. Yep. Yeah, say it again. Ride-hailing service Uber will now allow users to save oh, addresses one. other than home or work for quick access in the app. I, I got one. Shonda Rhyme yeah, says, what? That, that way you know where not to go. Ah, nice. Because like you're probably cheating or... I like that. I like that a lot. Maybe a little too much. Maybe a little too much. Uh, ben, what you working with, dude? Just, uh, just you know, no, safe zone, circle of trust. You know, maybe I'll uh, save the address for Ask Jeeves so I can get some answers. That's a throwing with it, the word throwing address. Throwing it back, throwing it back, and <laughs> these, I, I like it. These setups are so hard. They're, yeah, they are. These are you picked some winners here. Uh, I rock. What so? What is the what is the association with Uber and Lyft? Right, it's the drivers. Yeah, right, right. Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, so if you uh, you can you, you can save the alley where they're gonna rape you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you could say or you that could say like, like network television to me. <laughs> you could save the address of a legitimate taxi service. Uh, yeah. Jeff, you know, actually, you, you pretty much get this one. Ray, nice. ray, ride-hailing service Uber will now allow users to save addresses other than home or work for quick access in the app. So get ready to get caught because they're cheating. Nice. So I got another one. That joke is I got it's another a one. What's the connection to taking? I mean, I app. think like yeah, people are riders will riders can now save uh, addresses other than work and home in the Uber app. And I would like to address Shonda Rhimes and tell you that you got too many shows on these days. Let me give you one, Fair. Let me turn the tables on you. All right, we'll do this. will be our last. Uh, you got, oh, you're going from Yeah, your... I'll just go on do one that I'm making up oh, from making a real up. story. Okay, yeah. yeah, let's go. Uh, Press Secretary Sean Spicer was caught hiding in the bushes following President Trump's firing of, uh, what's the guy's name? James Comey? James Comey. Uh, Press Secretary Sean Spiker, Spicer was caught hiding in the... <laughs> guys, I'm not a, a, a host. Press Secretary Sean Spicer was caught hiding in the bushes to avoid giving questions about President Trump's firing of James Comey. 
When asked for comment, Sean Spicer said, I'm a branch. Good one. <laughs> good one. Good one. That's good. That's All right. Good. That was late night. I don't want to beat around the bush. <laughs> okay. Uh, just say, yeah. I don't I don't know. George, yeah, maybe make a George Bush joke. Yeah, or I'd something. be like, uh, wait a minute. There's bushes at the White House at a hopeful America. <laughs> it's unbelievable we don't have jobs. This is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about the economy. Let me check these ficus scores. Uh, okay. Ooh. Now that actually. One of my favorite bushes. Yeah. Hey. George Ficus Bush. Uh, now we're going to get to our last segment, plugs. Have you got any projects coming up? Uh, anything you're doing you want peeps to get some eyes on? I Now's do. Now's the time. Benjamin? Uh, I'll kick this off. Um, when this is published, I think the next day, Tuesday, check out the web series... Uh, dang it, I just forgot the name of it. This is not a joke. Uh, come back to me, Weird Thayer. Times with Thayer. Uh, yeah, you can check out Weird Times with Thayer. Oh, yeah, let's film this week. We'll talk after. And I uh, got a new Weird Times coming out, so peep your eyes. Wow, I am excited. Thanks, Misery dude. Loves Company is the name of the web series. Check it out. I'm on one of the episodes seven. I don't really know. I got things to do this week. You got to check it. Check it out. It's about seven minutes long, I believe. It's the episode yeah. entitled Pussy. So oh, look forward to it. I hope awesome. the S's are dollar signs. If they uh, are. <laughs> it's not a joke. Wow. And still don't have a writing job. Unbelievable. Uh, I'll be coming out with a new Weird Times hopefully this week. I've been talking about it for four months, so pack your bags. And uh, that's it for me. Jeff, what you got, dude? (laughs) Nothing really. Follow me (laughs) uh, at Jeff K Live, G E O F F K L I V E. Great. Uh, What about you? I am. uh, I'm not putting out another uh, show in my uh, YouTube channel. Just sad. because I'm sad. Get on there and comment to make them do it, guys. Do you have videos on you on a YouTube? I channel? do. I started one at the beginning of the year and then I flamed out. Okay. Um, Where can we find that? YouTube.com. Yeah, search for Ian Dukes on YouTube because I don't have enough subscribers to name my a custom channel name. Okay, that's oh, how really? sad I am. But you have Say, to, you have, to have like a hundred subscribers or something. Yeah. Um, but I tweet every day on the Twitter and uh, <laughs> at uh, Ian Paul Dukes. Peep and uh, that's what I got. That's my whole resume. Uh, that's what was on my clickhole packet. Check my Twitter. We should Check just up, have people upload their clickhole packets. <laughs> yeah, on the bio. That'll, that'll be good. We don't have to do plugs. Uh, well, this was a fantastic app. I'm not attached to it. Uh, let's give it up uh, for Ian Dukes for yeah. coming on. Thank you, guys. That was real, great. Real honor. And uh, next time we want to hear something wacky, wacky and woolly. It'll be right here. I'll convince me. They tell you start with the bathroom scenes, and that's how you find the soul of a show. (laughs) 